Welcome, everybody, to the Nuggets of Gold podcast. I am here with Aiden, and we're going to be previewing the 49ers-Bills game today. Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo is not back. George Kill isn't back. Seems like they're going to be back for those last two weeks of the year. But if you listen to our previous episode, it was me and Jake on, and we were talking about how they really the Niners have a legit chance to make this, to make this playoff run. Um, if they could get a win against the Bills, it would be massive. I am not super sold on them beating the Bills. I know a lot of 49er fans think like, oh yeah, like they're gonna they're gonna take the Josh Allen. The offense is gonna be cruising. You know, the Bills defense hasn't been as good as it usually usually has in the past. And, and on paper, like if you just look at like the whole year, it looks like that. The Bills, according to DVOA, which is basically a metric to determine to, to rate teams, um, the Bills are the the 11th team overall. They have the eighth best offense and the 16th best defense but when you look when you dive a little bit deeper you realize the first six weeks of the year the Bills defense was ranked 30th and from week 7 to 12 they've been ranked 7th so they have drastically improved and they they lost a quite a like quite a few veterans last offseason and you know obviously Sean McDermott is a, is a very good coach he, he coaches their defense well and it really seems like it just took a like a little bit of a learning curve for a lot of these younger guys that are filling in starting roles now. So this isn't going to be some cakewalk, uh, but I'll go to you, Aiden. Like, what, what do you think about this matchup? Uh, I think it's a really big game. Um, I'm not ready to write us off quite yet, but, I mean, I think we, we need to be honest with ourselves. If we lose this game, Jimmy and Kittle are probably not coming back. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the, the playoff picture in the NFC right now. Uh, the Cardinals have the last um, seed right now at six and five. If, if we lose this game to, to, to drop to five and seven, I don't really see a realistic way that we catch them. I think the Cardinals are better than the, than the Rams, um, but they obviously haven't played each other once yet. They have, they have two games in these last couple of weeks. It's, it's, it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, I've always been a big Sean McDermott guy. He was, he was the DC for the Panthers for a long time. Um, when they had a, a, a good defense every single year. I think it's really going to come down to Mullins, whether he can um, not turn the ball over. But I think we need to prepare ourselves to lose this game and really kind of be okay with not, not necessarily tanking, but kind of moving forward to n- next year because we are in win-every-week mode if, if we want to make the playoffs. Yeah, so a, a while back, I, it was, I think it was probably like three or four episodes ago, I said – this is what you have to do to make the playoffs. You have to win five of the last six games, and you have to be, win all those three divisional games. That's why I said the key was. I said this game is the game that you can lose. And I still think that because right now the Cardinals are a game ahead. If you lose to the Bills, you win two. You're at 7-7. Seven seven. If you get to 9-7, and seven, it's very feasible that the 49ers have a better divisional record than the Cardinals and could win a tiebreaker. Now, is it, like, is it like definitely going to happen? The problem is that there's so much pressure on those last two games. And if you lose one, you're done. Like, you're 100% done. You have to win those last two games. If you, even if you beat the Bills, I still think it's the same. Like, I think it's just a little bit of a cushion in terms of, like, okay, you have an extra win. That's the way I've kind of pictured it. So I don't know if it's, if it's, like, the playoff hopes are gone. But if you win this one, I think you really start getting excited 
Also, if you win this one and the Cardinals lose this week, I mean, you guys are tied. Obviously, the Cardinals own the tiebreaker, and the 49ers would still be behind the Vikings, I believe, for that seventh spot. But the Bucks are, what, I think two games ahead of the Niners right now. And if you look at their schedule, it's like, oh, it's not that bad. I think they play the Vikings once, and they play the Falcons twice. Those Falcons games are interesting because the Falcons have been playing very, very well. And, I mean, you never know. Like, like we talked about this, divisional games are so weird. But I guess, like, I I get what you're saying, though. I think that a lot of people are getting a little bit, like, okay, like, they're going to win it. I thought that if the Rams lost to the Bucs, it would help a lot. Because then right now, the Niners would be a game back from the Rams. And they would have beat them twice, you know, like that would be like, okay, they own the tiebreaker. If they end with the same record, they're tied. It's not like that with the Cardinals. And it really seems like week 17, when we play the Seahawks, the Seahawks are going to have something to play for too, because they're not, they're not running away with, you know, the first seed or whatever. Like they're probably going to be fighting. Okay. Who are we going to, we going to get the second or third seed? What's going on? Um, so it's going to, it's going to be really interesting how this plays out. I, I think that even if you lose this game, I think that they're still alive but you, you have no margin for error. You have to win four straight. I also think that the matchup against the football team isn't just a gimme win. They, they're, one of the best, they're one of the best pass rushing teams in the league. They have a really good D-line. Mm-hmm. And so I think, they're, I think their defense is ranked fifth. Yeah, they have the fifth-ranked defense. So, like, if, you have Nick, if you're rolling out Nick Mullins, it doesn't mean that he's just going to go out there and tear up any, any team, you know. Um, but, but this game... I'll kind of go with my like keys to victory, I guess. I think it's completely dependent on the run game. I think if George Kittle was playing in this game, I would feel so much more comfortable just because the Bills are, I think they're the, they've allowed the fifth most explosive runs, which I think is like runs over 10 yards. The, the Niners, like that's their matchup where they win. Like they, that's the team that they dominate. Um, but the difference is if you ever look at like yards per carry with and without George Kittle the last couple seasons, it's like half. <laughs> it drops a yeah. lot. So I, that's, that's kind of like my big thing is, okay, how are, how are Kyle Juszczyk going to do? How is he going to do? How is Jordan Reed going to do? How is Ross Dwelly going to do? Because those guys have to seal the edge. And a lot of times they kind of get overlooked, like, okay, yeah, the run game. Oh, let's look at the offensive line. This run game isn't as, I guess, dependent on the offensive line as a lot of other groups are. But – I mean, I think that's where it's really going to, like, depend. Okay, how do they win? Because if they can seal the edge, if they can start pounding the rock and they can get Josh Allen, they're like, okay, Josh, like, he's going to make his plays. But if you can start yeah. make, forcing him to making mistakes, you know, I mean, we saw last week Jared Goff was making a lot of mistakes. Now, Jared Goff is not as good as Josh Allen, and I think that the Bills' offense is – I mean, it's just been better. I, I mean, I don't know if – I think they're pretty – actually, they're pretty evenly rated, but – I would probably trust Josh Allen to make some more plays than, than uh, Jared Goff. And also, Jared Goff is, hasn't played the 49ers well since – I don't even know, dude. I, haven't, I don't remember when he played well against them. Uh, but that's kind of my keys to victory is these fullbacks, tight ends, they got to really step up. Because if you can just pound the rock and just, okay, all right, this is not in the hands of Nick Mullins. That, I think that's the biggest thing. And, <laughs> and to be fair to him, last week – down the stretch, he made a couple big throws. He did. Which, which I, I mean, we haven't seen a ton of that. <laughs> Pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah, no, big time. But <laughs> it's got to be pound the rock, make Josh Allen make mistakes, which is, I mean, look at last season. That's what this team was built on is, okay, we're going to get to the quarterback. We're going to cause a whole bunch of turnovers. 
the, the defense has, has been falling. I mean, playing really well. Yeah, so that's kind of my keys to the game. But but what are yours? Uh, I I would agree with that. I think that the X factor is probably Dwelly. Um, everybody saw his his block on Aaron Donald the the last play from from scrimmage right before the field goal to get us those those extra four yards where he lit up Aaron Donald, um, made the field goal a little bit easier for Robbie Gold. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that that's a really good point. Um, I think having Sherman back is really, really big for, for the secondary especially. Uh, I think Lynch said something this week that it's, it's not even how Sherman plays. He just brings a different presence to that defense. Um, and I think we saw that yesterday for – 90% of, of the game, the Rams couldn't move the ball, let alone score. But, yeah, I think it's important that, that we have Tevin Coleman back. We have really our top three backs are all, all, all back. I don't think Coleman was on the injury report today or yesterday. It'll be good to see him again because he, he brings something different that we don't really have. He's, he's maybe not as fast as he used to be, and Mostert is, is the speed guy. We've, we've talked about on this podcast how Jet McKinnon has lost the burst, but he's a little bit like Jeff Wilson, um, Tevin Coleman is, and I think it's important to have two almost bruisers like that because I think the Bills' D-line is injured or something like that, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. I think running the ball is going to be key. I think getting to the edges on those Debo sweeps um, will be important. Ayuk will be back. Um, that'll help Mullins. It'll give him somebody else who can get separation. Because as much as I love Kendrick Bourne, he does not get separation. He's really good at contested catches. But I mean, he had a, he had a couple big ones last game. And those had, were, those are those plays. Yeah, those are the yeah. plays when Mullins had a couple nice throws down the middle of the field. I mean, exactly. that's what that's what Kendrick Bourne has always kind of brought. Is like, all right, I'm gonna go across the middle, make a couple mm-hmm. tough catches. My line will be three catches for 40 yards, but it'll be three impactful catches. <laughs> it'll be which, three important catches. Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's what you want out of that, that fourth option. I mean, right now mm-hmm. he's, I guess he's the third option. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I think that this game is going to be, it's going to be very obvious in my mind of who's going to win. I think at the end of the first quarter, you're going to see, all right, are the Niners going to have to throw the ball to win? Because if that's the case, I will be very doubtful that they'll be able to do it just because I mean you don't have Kittle you you have Nick Mullins back there like their their passing offense hasn't been very good the Niners offense overall hasn't rated really well which makes sense I mean you have an injured quarterback and a backup since week one (laughs) so when when that happens it's like oh look it's gonna be you're gonna struggle especially when your offensive line hasn't played up to par really I mean outside of Trent Williams I I think he's the the number one graded left tackle though so so shout out yeah. Trent Williams. <laughs> but th- so this is the, the part that really scares me. Out of all the teams in the NFL, the Bills are the second in pass rush win, win rate. They're at 53%. The Steelers are at 57%. That is the number one team. So this is like not, not ideal if it's like, all right, we're going to go into a shootout with the Bills. Like, no, no, no. We do not want to do that. We want to use Debo and Ayuk on those sweeps. Get a lot of guys in the separation run the ball and, and run the ball a lot. Um, also, Nick Mullins, if you look back on just how he plays, when he has to just be a drop-back quarterback going downfield, he does, he does not succeed. When he gets to run a lot of play actions and boots and do all that kind of stuff, easier throws, obviously, when, when you're doing that because you got you know guys freeing up. But if they can run that and they can stick to their script, which I'm sure Kyle will have a very, very, like, I guess, like, I don't know, clear way to win this game. And I think – it's 
I think it's, it's a good fit because for what the 49ers offense wants to do, they will be able to do that against the Bills. Now, the question is, can they get it done? Because not everyone's there. You know, this team has been banged up, and the Bills aren't some slouch of a team. You know, Sean McDermott is – he's a good defensive coach. Those guys are all well-coached. They're going to play sound defense. Uh, they almost remind me of, like, the Vikings, not this year, but, like, a couple years back where it's like, yeah, they, they're really well-coached. You know, you have a lot of guys that they know what they're doing. So if you have a team like that, you got you to bring your A game. And I think that's – it's going to be, like, very obvious right away. Okay, like, they, the Niners can't run the ball. That's going to be a huge red flag for me. Oh, Nick Mullins is having to drop back and, and throw on, you know, third and seven and third and longs. Like, you don't want to get in those spots. You want to be in third and two, third and threes, like, consistently, where I think sometimes you don't need that as much. Like, when you're playing the Rams, they, they were able to survive with two fun, fumbles and a pick. That's not going to be the case in this game. You got to win the turnover battle, and you have to just consistently run the ball. So that's kind of what I'm thinking for this one. I would definitely agree with that. We had to play the best defensive player in, in the game last week, and he almost single-handedly um, brought the Rams back back into it with the tip pick and the forced fumble. But I, I really think the key is limiting turnovers, um, forcing turnovers on defense. Jimmy Ward had maybe his best game of, of the season. Um, and I know Sherm came out this week and was like, Jimmy Ward needs more credit. We need to give him some, some, some props. Um, but I, I really think that's the key. But as long as we win the turnover battle, we're able to run the ball consistently. Because in, in the second half against the Rams, we, we were struggling to run the ball. We kept trying to go on the edges, which were working in the first half. But they, they definitely switched something up. So I think as, if, if we can run the ball consistently, like this is the best team that we will probably play down this stretch. I think they're, they're better than both the Rams and the Cardinals. But, I mean, I feel like every game right now is must win because um, we're probably going to lose one um, that we're probably not supposed to down the stretch. But, yeah, I, I really think that's, that's, that's the key is the, the, the super basic stuff. Yeah, no, it, it, it's really weird how you can just kind of go, oh, yeah, run the ball, play defense. <laughs> but it, it's, that's really what it's going to yeah. be about. Um, but moving kind of to the defensive side of the ball, obviously the, the Bills' offense has been really good, and a lot of that is Josh Allen's improvement. So looking back on just 2018, 2019, 2020, his QBR, and I think that's the best metric to like grade a quarterback and judge him because it's the QBR measures – okay, what kind of throws does he make? Is he just throwing a little dinks all the time? Or is he letting it rip? And is he hitting guys, you know, over the middle? Is he making difficult throws? Is he extending plays? It's, it's more of a metric based on those type of things opposed to passer rating, which is more of just like, does the offense work well? But his QBR went from 49.8, and then in 2019, 47.9. And then this year right now, it's at 75.4, which is, which is pretty good. I mean – that's a huge improvement from being under 50 and now to 75.4. Obviously the big move that they made in the offseason was signing Stefan Diggs. And if you remember in the wildcard game, he absolutely torched Akello. Now I was thinking about, I'm like, okay, that's the guy that's going to be tough. Like that's the guy you don't want to have out there. Like he's going to expose some of the, these guys in the secondary. And then I kind of started thinking like, wait a second, this isn't the same secondary that we rolled out against the Vikings last year. Jason Verrett is the fourth best corner in the league right now, as, as if you look at his grade. And Sherman, I mean, he got a pick last week. He looked, he looked really good. He had made a, a couple of really big plays in the run game. The only question in, for the secondary, I think, is like you can maybe like bring up 
Tarverius more, but I've always I've always thought he plays really well. He makes a couple mistakes in the run game, but like we got Fred, Dre, and Jimmy Ward cleaning that up. Um, Jimmy Ward obviously is playing in the box a lot now, but the big question I think is going to be at nickel. Emmanuel Mosley will probably be starting there. Uh, Jamar Taylor suffered an, suffered an ACL injury, very unfortunate, and Kwan Williams is still banged up. I don't think he's going to be a go, but also Emmanuel Mosley is questionable. And I don't think he practiced – we're recording this on Friday. I don't think he practiced on Thursday or he had a limited practice. So that's the big if there. But if everyone's rolling uh, – last week, Emmanuel Mosley kind of got tossed in, like, okay, man, go play some nickel. And he got toasted, like, back-to-back. He got toasted by Daryl Henderson, too. Now, it's a little bit – I think that's probably one of the most difficult things to do in football is to be a corner off the bench. <laughs> like, that is – like, you haven't seen these guys, and then you just come in and they're like, all right, let's pick on this guy. They, that happens every single time, I feel like. Um, if you remember the Saints game last year, they put Mosley in. And, and Mosley's been pretty solid, but they put him in, and he's, like, uh, like just lost. And it's, like, <laughs> think, think, think. And they just attacked him. And I was, like, dude, you can't, you can't play Mosley on that one. Um, but that's my big thing is, like, all right, can they slow down Diggs? And I think they can. But if they put Diggs into the slot a lot, and I don't know how much they're going to do that because Beasley's kind of their guy there. But that's where, like, my biggest concerns are. But – I don't know, man. The, the Bills' run game is all right, but I think that the Niners' run defense is, is one of the best in the league. And I think that the secondary is a lot better than last year. No one really brings that up, but I think it really is. I, I mean, losing Jamar Taylor hurts, and I, I, I think we all saw um, Mullins had a really nice piece at the end of his interview where he was like, he, he brought something um, kind of like a silent leadership to the, to the locker room. I think we're going to miss that a little bit, but we really need somebody to step up. Um, if it is Mosley, if, if Mosley is able to go this week, I know I said this last time that I was on, that could easily be our secondary next year. Like, like, like the three guys, those, those three main guys in right now with Jimmy Ward in the box, um, I think that could very easily be our secondary next year. And with the pass rush that we have coming back, it could be very, very good. So, I mean, I, I, I feel like we can treat it kind of as an opportunity to see what, what we have, especially there at the DBs, um, see if Mosley can play nickel consistently, um, to see if Jimmy Ward can continue to have success in the box. And I think the Bills are a good team to try that stuff against. They're going to make the playoffs. They're probably going to win that, that division. I know that they have some, some competition from the Dolphins, but I expect the Bills to win that division. They're going to win 11, 10 games. And I think that, that they're a tough out for anybody in the playoffs. I know Josh Allen at the beginning of, of the year was playing at an MVP level. Um, and he's cooled down a little bit. But I think it'll be really interesting to see what happens. And it really could like, shape our future plans, whether we win or, or lose, like I said before. It'll, it'll be another way to showcase what, what we have and what we don't and what we have coming back and um, what we need to fix. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, and, and I really think that this game – if, if the Niners are going to win this game, it's going to have to be one of those just boring football games. Like, that's what you want. You don't want to see, oh, look at Allen. Look at Ayuk. Look at Debo. Like, all these crazy plays. Like, that's not what you want. That's not going to translate to a win. If you get into a shootout, like I was saying, like, that's not ideal. I mean, Josh Allen, he has six rushing touchdowns right now. It pretty likely he's going to get 10. There's not many quarterbacks in the history of the NFL that have had 10 rushing touchdowns in a season. That part of his game gets really underrated just because, I mean, he's just slinging it this year and he's got. These guys are just flying. No John Brown for the Bills, though. That I think that's a big deal. No one really brings that up. But but John, but, uh, John Brown 
and Stephon Diggs, that's kind of a nightmare for secondaries to cover because both those guys are so fast and they are very good route runners. But And same with Beasley too. It's kind of weird how they – I thought it was kind of odd how they built their team because I was like, okay, you have a guy that's known for being a pretty inaccurate passer and you get all these small, speedy route running guys. It's, it's worked out. I mean, their offense is good. So, And also, you brought up the Dolphins. I actually have a bet. I think I bet the Dolphins to win the division at like plus 550 or something. So it's been playing out pretty well. They're mm-hmm. a game back. So hopefully the Niners – I mean, obviously I'm rooting for the Niners, <laughs> but hopefully they win for that for that bet too because the Dolphins play the Jets this week. So I, I want to see them uh, overtake the, the Bills for that division crown. Um, which will be interesting because I don't know when the last time that division crown wasn't the Patriots. Wait, no, it was last year. What am I saying? They mm-hmm. lost it last year. Uh, but, yeah, so I, that's kind of my, my keys to the game. Run the ball. The tight end fullback guys, check Jordan Reed, Ross Dwelly, they got to come to play. And the defense has to just cause a lot of turnovers. You know, be safe with the football. Run the ball. Don't put the game in Nick Mullen's hands, just like they they did last game. and And even then, like – we can't have running backs fumbling the ball. Like you got to protect it. I think that the Bills are going to come and play a really sound game because I think the Bills know, like, hey, we don't want them to run the football on us. We're going to do everything in our power to not let them run the ball down our throat. And if the game goes in Nick Mullen's hands, that's a win for the Bills' defense. So offense just has to play safe. Um, hopefully, Kyle designs some some sweet plays. I mean, he always does, but hopefully, we see Debo and Ayuk in space, and that I mean, that's what you love to see. Hopefully. It'd be, it'd be nice if, you know, the, if we have one of those first plays of the game, Raheem Mostert, 75-yard touchdowns. Those are, <laughs> those are really helpful. Those are so good. Yeah, those, those are fun because you go, oh, look, they're going to kill him. I mean, I remember the season basically started like that with that little arrow pass uh, to, to Raheem, and it was like, oh, yeah, this, this is going to be a, a dominant season. And then, of course, everything fell apart. But uh, I think that's probably going to do it for us today. Anything you want to add before we head out, Aiden? No, thank you for having me. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. I think it's going to be a good game. Hopefully the Niners win. I'd probably put it at, like, 35% chance they win. I know I've sounded very, like, <laughs> promising. Like, oh, yeah, this is the key. you got to do this, got to that. <laughs> I do think the Bills have a, a significant advantage. But, I mean, this Easier is said NFL. than done. Any, any given Sunday is always a term, but this one will have to be for, for Monday night. So, hopefully they can, they can pull off the upset. And I know that for some reason the line's even right now. That's really strange to me. I feel like the Bills should have like a five-point advantage. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I think that they'll bring it. Hopefully we get a, a vintage Fred Warner, you know, pick six. That'd be awesome. We, we had that last, last time around this, around this time in the year, last mm-hmm. December against the Rams. I think it was a little mm-hmm. later in the year. But, obviously, massive play. Hopefully he gets one of those. And, you know, the, the Niners go off for 200-plus two, rushing yards. But uh, I think it can be done. Do I think it will? No, but I definitely think there's a chance. And if you got a chance, then, you know, you can do something special. So hopefully they, they win this one and p- kind of puts them not to the driver's seat, but gives them a good chance to, to make the playoffs, really. But it's going to be exciting. So I'm, I'm pumped for this game. But uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you.